this Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Make Me Free with host Joel Saiji. His guest will be NevadaPlans.com. You don't want to miss it. Sign up for OTWTube.com and listen on TheWakeUpRadio.com. On The Wake Up Radio, I am your host, Joel Saiji. Make Me Free. And welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. You're listening to Make Me Free. I'm your host, Joel Saiji. Shout out to our producer, Sydney Aspie, where you can call in live at 844-818-4433. It is $2.99 per minute. You must be 18 years or older to participate, where you can also catch replays at otw2.com, Google, Apple Products, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and as well, iHeartRadio. The new website is up, as I did just mention otw2.com where it is free speech friendly no censorship whatsoever and you can sign up today also if you can please donate to five dollars or any amount which will go directly to our website as well as our airtime it is a labor of love but we still live in a costly world let's be honest and if you appreciate the free content please help us keep the message uncensored and free where you can donate through PayPal at on the wake up radio at gmail.com. And again, that is PayPal at on the wake up radio at gmail.com. And we want to thank you all for tuning in tonight for those tuning in for the first time. And as well as those who have been here from the start, love, light, and peace. And we want to welcome you all as we do bring in our special guests tonight, all the way from the Las Vegas region of the world. We want to bring in Nevada Plants, Lisa and Mario. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having us. Yes. Long time coming. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we've been around a whole three months. (laughs) Yeah, again, uh, if you guys are not familiar uh, with Nevada Plants, Nevada Plants is a, uh, and I actually give you, Lisa, you the honor of uh, introducing yourself and your company. Uh, to the world. Thank you very much, Joel. Uh, my name is Lisa Ortega, and I'm the founder of Nevada Plants, and we are a tree planting, all the things, nonprofit. And uh, we are, it's why the uh, sun isn't too hot, and, but we are a statewide Nevada. So, uh, so grateful to be here. Hey, Mario. Uh, yes, hello. My name is um, Mario Gutierrez. I'm one of the board members of Nevada. And like Lisa said, you know, we are a tree planting commi- uh, uh, um, organization, but we, we also do a lot more than that, you know, working with organizations and communities to help um, them reimagine and reshape and build a more connected um, uh, landscape. So thank you for having us. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh, for something of this nature that you guys are introducing and getting off the ground, uh, I'm about a lifting bulb inside of your head to get this uh, initiated. We, you know how dreams work, right? Like you just wake up in the morning and say, "Hell yeah, we should uh, have a tree planting nonprofit." Uh, I planted trees for 
uh, government for 20 years in urban forestry, which I love. But uh, this nonprofit is community-based. We're working on private property, and we're working on, you know, solving uh, today's issues that can be solved with trees. And uh, just super loving it, man. There's so much love out there on the streets in Las Vegas. And uh, Mario, you know, I still had it in my head when he started, when he came on board. And uh, he's the original G, or original B for board member. And uh, he's been on the streets bringing community together, bringing the row-row, bringing the artist collectives and poets and Solidarity Fridge. I mean, he is on the grounds of community love. So, big shout out to my Mario. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, as well, um, who helps or helps in, in giving this organization life and getting it off the ground um, besides you two? Because I'm sure there's a lot of uh, other things to tackle in the background that we we're probably not able to see. Oh, oh yeah. We, we've got uh, Sue Ritter. Deb Jacobson, we got a, we have some board members. You know, we're we're always looking for board members. You know, some kind of like artists, CPAs, <laughs> any uh, any uh, attorney tree lovers would be great. And you know, it's really community based. I mean, Mario's so good at going out in the community, getting down in those food deserts and finding out who's there and who wants to leave and just. You know, creating those, uh, working with those organizations. And once they hear about it and the mission they want to do, and uh, it's really, you know, we're just handing off trees. I mean, it's all about the people. That's that's how I feel. It's, it is the people that do the lift, and uh, we're super grateful. Now, of these trees, they're not just regular trees. They're actually uh, fruit trees that produce yearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, you saw the need for that in the community, not only here, but world abroad. Can you explain that? I know here in the nation, you know that there's a minimum of 25% of our population that doesn't know where their next meal is going to come from. Mm-hmm. And uh, did I mention 25%? I mean, come on. It's just frustrating. And and food's expensive, right? Food, gas, rent, it just keeps going up, up, up everywhere. And uh, it's good to uh, be on the down low providing fruit trees and herbs and strawberries and uh, all the other things uh, that go with trees, you know, and uh, – Droughts up and urban heat island is up. Our climate is getting hotter and hotter all across the region, all across the nation, all across the world. And we're really wanting to uh, bring it down into the front yard, you know, to help our brothers and sisters in their communities. Uh, we're just here to lift, and it's happening all over the world. It's happening, you know, we put down some trees in Africa to help my brother Paul over there, you know, 1,100 trees. Uh, just to say thank you, man, and help them, you know, do what they need to do over there. And, uh, you know, we're all about that solidarity uh, from here, Boston, Philly, Texas. You know, we got partners all over. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, is that Lolando, Africa? Yes, yes. Pablo Hill, he works, you know, he not only does tree plantings, but... He really works down in the schools 
and and they are so good over there. He teaches, he does conservation, him and his wife, and uh, they got a brand new son. He's not even a year old yet, and uh, I'm loving it, man. They send me pictures of the family and giraffes and <laughs> all kinds of stuff I don't get to see, you know, red red road, you know, on with a, this beautiful green forest, and uh, you know, we are all together in this uh, tree planting initiative to uh, help what we can with the climate, man. It's like the time is now. It really is now. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as far as, uh, and this question is for you, uh, maybe Mario, uh, I do see that with the tree planting, uh, some of those trees are specifically highlighted for the region. Uh, can you explain that? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, trees that do very, very well here um, within our climate and our zones. And uh, um, a lot of stone fruits, so your plums, peaches, apricots. Um, uh, you got, you know, um, figs, pomegranates. We can grow a lot. And, and the trees that we do get are also grafted onto a desert rootstock. Um, so they're, they're, they're adapted to this to this uh, soil and can take, you know, pests and whatnot. They, they do pretty well here for sure. Now, for those who may not be familiar with the word grafting, can you maybe give us a little uh, definition of that? Yes, it's definitely. Uh, you, you basically take a, um, two trees and you graft it onto um, like a native rootstock. So this is going to be able to acclimate to the soil conditions, to the, to the weather. And basically your tree can grow a tree on that rootstock. And, and, uh, you've actually, I, I believe you're doing this now out here in Las Vegas as well. Correct. Uh, we're, well, we're planting the trees that have been grafted. We haven't actually grafted any trees. I mean, I'm sure Lisa's probably done some grafting in her past, but, um, and I'm experimenting with it, but you know, that's something that we want to possibly move forward in the future. You know, once we get more board members and more, you know, maybe more people behind uh, our mission, because like Lisa said, you know, the, the time is now, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, especially during the, the shutdowns, you know, there were so many people here, families, you know, children and without food and, you know, there's no reason why, 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 why that is happening. So, you know, I'm grateful that Lisa created this organization and, you know, she made all those connections and we connected and, you know, we were, we're planting, you know, we're, we're growing abundance and we're, we're, we're connecting communities and we're connecting food systems. So it's a beautiful process. Well, the list also includes Ash Meadows National Wildlife Refuge, Solidarity Fridge, uh, UNLV Garden, Master Gardeners from around here, locally and afar, uh, GCLI, Nothing to Do Las Vegas, uh, CSN, Home Depot, Masjid as Sabur, I just name a few, uh, Lisa for Trees, uh, the city of Reno, uh, Las Vegas Tree Nursery, and just that short period of time, in three months, you have actually been able to uh, get these people to uh, believe in what you're doing. Uh, where do you see yourself within maybe the next five years with the support that has been given thus far? Well, Joe, I don't want to, you know, I want to talk about grafting for a minute because I don't want to talk about the night gorilla grafting. 
It happens in downtown Las Vegas. You know, yeah. we, we don't want to talk about crazy uh, pears on Bradford pears to somehow, like, bam, got some fruit over there. What? So, so we don't want to talk about that. So um, I, I, I do want to say, uh, you know, we've got a board member in Carson City and Reno and Ely and Elko and uh, – We've really been relying so far, not only to get rolling, but with the Division of Forestry, Nevada Division of Forestry and the U.S. Forest Service have really helped us get off the ground. And I'm super grateful, right? Because I always tell people when we plan, I'm always like, get your tax dollars and work right here, putting a pair in your front yard. And so it's kind of a joke, but it's it's true, you know? And, and uh, a friend of mine in Boston, he... He's got a tree planting nonprofit, and he looked across the nation, and he said, he told me, he said, there's only two major metropolitan cities in the nation that don't have tree planting nonprofits, and and I was waiting on my 501c3, and so was he, and uh, so uh, we we pretty much got all the large metro covered with somebody. and uh, you know what I see in five years? I see food doesn't see installed. I see being able to bring fruit trees to the front yard so passers-by can be getting it, you know, can be getting some fruit, and that we honor that fruit share. And and we want herbs, and we want to give herbs, and we want to give, you know, there's nothing better than making your own, you know, growing your own squash and your own cucumbers. And that's where I see us, solving the food desert. And solving urban heat island. I mean, most of it happens on private property, right? So that's something that we can do. That's something that we can change. Uh, air quality, the whole thing. It's it's solvable with trees. It might seem crazy, but it's solvable with trees. It is. And we want to solve this problem for people who live in big cities. And little cities, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, when we first met each other, we were actually uh, giving conversation just on that alone, where where the the possibility of planting these trees in various locations throughout the city, uh, say a bus stop or just along the city mm-hmm. sidewalk or anywhere in the city itself, where uh, anyone uh, per se can just actually just go up to the tree and pick something at that given right. time from the urge of being hungry where it's accessible mm-hmm. and you won't have mm-hmm. to really, uh, you know, it, it gives back basically. Mm-hmm. We got to do it. We, we got to be that way. I mean, I keep hearing all these myths, right? Like, Oh my gosh, you, you can't grow fruit here. Or, or if you grow fruit, you're going to get red or people are going to steal my fruit. And it's like, uh, <laughs> well, you're not going to have to worry about rest if you share. So it's not stealing. It's actually, People, when they want to and see that fruit, it's their, dirt, it's their duty to pick it when it's right. It's just about changing the paradigm. And I tell you, the places that we go, they know their neighbors. They got a lot of love. They work together. I mean, you've seen it out there, Joel. Uh, you've seen those neighborhoods come together in a way that uh, is, that is to me, the American dream. It's about... It's not about a picket fence. It's about loving each other and working for the greater good. And that's what we want to do. You know, next, in a couple of weeks, we're going to plant trees at the Boulder Highway swap meet. 
They're right on the edge of a big food desert that we can't plant trees in. So you know what? We're going to go around the edge and we're going to put them in this via bus stop. And you know how Boulder Highway is. I like, need some love. And so we're going we're gonna to plant some trees to make some seeding areas. And all of the fruit trees are going to be right next to the fence. And it is for them to grow through the fence. And it is for them when, when the swap meets locked up that the fruit is not locked up. <laughs> and that it's on the sidewalk, you know, for, for anybody passing by that needs a piece of fruit, you know. Um, that's what's good. That's what we're trying to do. And it's a beautiful idea. Uh, that's why we're having you on the show tonight to actually try to give this uh, a, the idea of fruitation where it can maybe take off in other said cities uh, besides here locally, but still you know, for those who may be visiting abroad uh, to maybe take this idea and implement it uh, within their city domain. Yeah, and I, you know, they've got places like, uh, like Florida's got a bunch of them. And I know Mario Mario has researched many, many uh, food forests and how they come together. Mario, right? You know about them all over the world. Uh, definitely. I mean, um, there's opportunity there. And, and, I, and I think what, what Lisa touched on, what Lisa was speaking about, is just about, you know, changing the, the idea of fruit trees. Because not only does it provide food, but it also is aesthetically beautiful when, the, when, when it's blooming. I mean, my whole front yard, it's, it's all French fruit trees, you know, because I, I, I wanted to, to show others how you can grow abundance and still do it, you know, water smart. And, and people stop by my house and they, they, they're just in awe when the balloons are there and it's fruiting and it's, it's, it's education, you know, food literacy for these children to know where their food is coming from. And there's nothing more divine and blissful than picking a ripe fruit from a tree. You know, and I've had that opportunity to watch my daughter go up and grab apricots and she eats apricots and she grabs strawberry. This foraging, this food literacy, this uh, connection with food. Uh, you know, I, I saw there's a stat that 60% of the food that, that they're consuming today has zero nutrients at all. It's basically cardboard. And, you know, even the food we are getting from the stores, it's chemically treated. So we have to collectively get together and, and grow food. You know, uh, I think like Rob Finley said, you know, food is the problem and food is the solution. And uh, we are, that's why we, we reach out to uh, artists and other collective groups like this to help spread the word, to help spread the message, to, to make it, you know, cool, to make it sexy, to make it fun, um, to make it inclusive. And, and this is why we've had so much success in such a short period of time because I think people feel that call, you know, that call of source, that call of divinity, that call of divine mother, because it's not only about growing food, it's about repairing the systems and, you know, our mother needs us and we need our mother. And I see it everywhere happening. You know, if you watch the news, you know, if you, it's, you're going to see doom and gloom, but you come to one of our plantings and you see, you know, I'm talking and, and talking about these things and people are like, yes, you know, it's just like, it's such a, like in sync, like people are, are, are wanting this, people are ready for this. And it, it's, it's been a, it's, 
I'm not surprised, but it's, it's, it's been very, very beautiful. And we just, we can do it. And I think we do it intelligently and we can do it very, very, you know, you know, why not in Vegas? You know, like anything happens in Vegas, like let's, let's make Vegas like this food, food forest, like city. I mean, it's just, it's opportunity out there. And I'm just speaking for myself in there, you know, uh, you know, obviously we, we do the, the fruit trees, but you know, the goal is to collect with other types of organizations and to collectively, we can really help to bridge these food systems. Uh, I was going to say that too. Um, you just kind of like, uh, brought one of those flashback moments within my, uh, memory banks where I, as a youth would, uh, again, see, uh, growing up fruit trees pretty much everywhere in everyone's neighborhood or everyone's backyard or, you know, just mm-hmm. going about where you could actually just go pick from these trees, no mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. asked, mm-hmm. still be able to maintain during the day until maybe you got home. But at least you had at least this source of energy mm-hmm. to pick. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I think people kind of like, uh, maybe forgotten about that, you know, as a child, maybe growing up in certain areas of the country. But I, I do know maybe in the wet, on the on the midwestern section of the country, as and as well as the southern part, as well as the eastern part. You know, it's and, uh, that's a heavy thing out there where you can, you know, trees or fruit grows in abundance, uh, as well mm-hmm. with the farmers markets that out there, you know, continuously selling their fruit every day. But still, you know, the idea of going up. And collectively just grabbing a fruit and still being able to maintain, I think that has been uh, taken away, lost as an, uh, a mm-hmm. form of reality, a form of life. And I mm-hmm. think you're just resurging it back into its popular demand for which it was at one time. Yes, definitely. 100%. Yeah. I was visiting at, a, at, at Coco Jenkins. We were at her house. I was visiting. Uh, you probably know my artist friend, Alexander Skye. And we were talking, he's like, man, you know, you know your counterculture, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, isn't that funny? I think you're counterculture. And he goes, but really, this is our culture. This really is who we are, is getting to the roots, you know, of uh, of our food and our supply chain. He's like, no, this is the culture. And we got quite a bit of laugh about it. And there, there you know, if we have skipped a generation, then that's on us to bring it back. That's on us to make sure that happens again. I pick grapefruits with my grandma. You know, did I, did I pick fruit with my mom? Probably not so much, you know? And I want to have that with my kids and my grandkids. And, you know, so many people, we have invaded the landscape here with things that have no medicinal value, that bring no food. For what? Like, for what? We shave them. You've seen them in all those weird shapes, all shaved, all weird. Mm-hmm. And there's, and, and maybe, you know, we become so, so big on ourselves that we forgot that there's so many simple things that we can plant that bring us deliciousness. That there's no reason to change our landscapes into something that's thriving and nutritious. And, and, uh, you know how the economy is right now. Gas is up, rent is up. It's so hard to get a house here. Everything, you know, apples are like three something a pound. I mean, the time is now to start our own gardens. And if planting a couple fruit trees in that front yard can change 
how people think about what their landscape could be. You know, we need to revolutionize so that, you know, we don't have to cart down to the store. You know what I mean? Every couple of days to get an apple, we can pick it right off our tree. There's so much good stuff that grows here. We can even grow pistachios here, pecans, walnuts. All, it all grows here. People just don't know. And most of our food, I think almost all of the food comes from outside of Nevada, which is, I don't understand. Why is that happening? You know, we can grow so much. I think everyone is probably really in question when they get here about that, especially if you're a newcomer or someone moving into uh, the city. Uh, the, uh, the, the majority of the produce that's here is either shipped in, uh, bust in, or trucked in, or what have you. And it's green. It's super green. You know, like I said, it's it's chemically, some of it's chemically treated. Even the organic is treated with a certain amount of chemicals. So, uh, um, again, you know, it's not only about treating the food, but it's also treating the soil. And you're cre- you're cre- you know, you're killing all the microorganisms within the soil. And a healthy soil is a healthy tree. A healthy tree is you know the healthy healthy person. It's all it's it's all collective. And and like Lisa is saying now, it's it's about approaching this in a holistic type of way. You know, it's not just about planting trees. It's it's about everything that's connected to it. You know, and and and, and healing the earth and at the same time healing ourselves from from our traumas and. And you know, by using planting, I mean it's 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 a it's a peaceful it's a peaceful activism. It's a peaceful protest. It's that it's that silence. You know that that revolution. You know that that isn't televised. It's 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 all that. Yeah, you kind of like covered my question three, where I was like going to ask you to explain the importance of a, a food desert or a food uh, forest per se. Uh, that we're speaking of so highly of tonight. Uh-huh. You know, our food deserts, um, I'll just say our food deserts, those areas are critical and critical to us because that's where the senior citizens are. We're talking like not driving, you know. So, you know, Joel, that it gets so hot here in the summer. I mean, 110. How are you supposed to get to the store? And, and big organizations like Three Square, you know why they're delivering those those meals? Right to the food desert. So, you know, we're so interested in bringing that food home uh, for the elderly, for, for low income. We have a very high poverty level rate here. Like, that's where we want to be. That's where we want to work. We're finding that's where the love is, truly. <laughs> That's where people know the neighbors. That's where people work together. Uh, a lot of other places, which shall not be named. Uh, you know, sometimes when you get to the other side of that gate, uh, it doesn't happen. A lot of times they don't know their neighbors. They go in a garage, hit the button, hit the button, and they don't know their neighbors. But that's not what we find. In these food deserts, we have found committed, loving, beautiful people who work together every single day and and you know they know where the abuelos are right they know who they you know because people reach out for help and we want to be there too we want to we just want to get the trees to the neighborhoods so of the neighborhood can plant for the neighborhood and care with you know for the neighborhood we're just drumming money you know and bringing the right trees or whatever whatever they want to grow we're down for providing and like I say, it's not, what is a pass-through? It's, it's tax dollars at work right now. 
And I'm grateful for that, too, because uh, it's only fair. They get their part of the gettings, right? I mean, that's fairness. It's fairness to me that we get to bring it back to the front yard. Definitely, definitely. Um, I want to touch on something else a, a little bit. Now, uh, as far as your information and how people can get in contact with you, and I do know that your website carries a, a calendar of upcoming events. Uh, can you inform us of those events? Uh, for the month of April where people may be able to uh, contribute or maybe even participate. Yeah, how yeah. Time, uh, how much time do you have? You're going to need another hour. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we have a lot of stuff going on. Go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, we've got some uh, we've got some classes coming up at Cooperative Extension on 21st and 22nd, and that's how to treat, treat people to take care of their trees. And uh, a lot of people taking out turf grass, I mean, from here to Texas. We're taking out our turf grass, how to protect trees. Uh, super important. We got environmental roundtable with Arcadia on the 20th. Uh, earlier that day, 11 to 1, we'll be at UNLV Community Garden with them and CSUN. Uh, uh, 12 to 4 p.m. on the 21st, we'll be working with UNLV Landscape Architecture students. On the 22nd, we'll be at Bruner Elementary at 2.30. And we'll be downtown with the Rao Rao Artist Collective in City of Las Vegas. This will be all 20 years. This will be my first night Earth Day event. I'm super excited. We're going to be uh, raffling off some fruit trees. And same, uh, Ferguson's downtown on the 23rd of April, 1030 to 5. We'll be down there with Minimal Market. And uh, we'll be also be raffling fruit trees there. And our favorite, Vegan Wonderland LV, coming up from 11 to 5 on the 30th of April. So, so much celebration coming for us. We're excited. Now, at the uh, Vegan uh, Wonderland event on the 30th, I know that's an all-around event for everyone that's welcome to come out. But uh, what will you be doing as far as uh, highlighted uh, material? We're going to be raffling fruit trees. And uh, we accept donations, right? But uh, everybody gets a raffle ticket that wants one because that's just, that's how we roll. <laughs> so uh, we're going to pick, a, we're going to do a Meyer lemon and we're going to do a pomegranate. They both grow so good here. They're worth about a hundred bucks each. And so uh, we're willing to raffle those off and uh, help the plant or the compost or whatever folks need. Now for, now, for those who maybe want to take on the first-hand experience, uh, what information can you probably provide or, or maybe where they can contact you or see the upcoming events on the calendar and maybe, you know, while they're visiting on vacation, maybe spend some time volunteering, get to know what you guys are doing and maybe try to generate that in their city when they leave? Oh, I'm loving that. I love that idea. Uh we're going to be over at Arcadia. They're going to be showcasing us for a month over there. And I know uh, a lot of the tourists go see their, um, what they've got going over there, their display. And so uh, we, we, they can get us right there or they can go to HTTPS forward slash forward slash forward slash two of those, NevadaPlants.com. And we, like I said, we got our events there. They're up on the calendar, and uh, my phone number, my cell phone number is on the website. They can call me. <laughs> they can call me whatever time zone they want. I always answer and uh, let them know what's going on in the community, and uh, 
we're always about sitting down and drinking water and seeing what's happening with uh, other folks and how we can help them out. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's got to be serious when you put your own personal uh, number out there on the world. It's, it's got to be, it's got to be personal. Yo, yeah, it's a passion, Joe. You know, you know, me and Mario are committed. Our board's committed to uh, changing, you know, uh, how our community rolls out, and we can we can help each other. Like if you, if somebody plants apricots, say you're doing the neighborhood. Somebody can do apricots, somebody can do apples, end of the block can do pomegranates, and you could be in an all-year fruit share. Just mm-hmm. you and your couple of neighbors. I mean, it's mm-hmm. incredible what we can accomplish. And then after a few years, you're going to be getting so much fruit, Joel, that, like, you, what are you going to do with all this fruit? I'm sharing conversations or a gleaning project, and that's our, our goals is, you know, to, you know, maybe you do plant it in your front yard or... You know, once your tree gets to a certain amount and you, you share with your neighbors, you know, and uh, this is how you grow abundance. And, and, and for us, it's important, you know, we're, again, we're not just about planting trees, you know, we're, we're about educating and connecting the community to, to know how to do these things and do it in a fun way. And we're, we're learning is fun, you know, it's not like, it, it, it's inviting. And it, this is why I think has to happen. You have to make it very inclusive. You have to make it fun. And we've had a few events and, and people get connected and they take that energy home and, you know, or outside wherever their home is and they can create their own type of programs or connect with someone from the event and, and, you know, create a, a niche or, or if we're planting all these trees, how, how we, we are creating income. There's, there'd be jobs that are, that are need to be filled to, to harvest, to take care, to, you know, tours, there's, there's, there's opportunities there. And, you know, we're calling the creatives and we're calling the passionate people to, to help us spread our mission. Definitely a blessing to hear. Uh, I'm mm. glad you guys are on the show because this is a, a very important topic uh, to be speaking about tonight, especially when it involves the community as a whole, how mm-hmm. each one can help one another uh, just with the simple planting of a tree and then just bartering uh, the fruits of the labor uh, that come mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a that's what process, we want to yeah. get back to. Yeah, that's, what, mm-hmm. that's exactly what we want to get back to. That's mm-hmm. that We might have a generational skip, but we're here to bring it back, right? We're, we're totally here to bring it back, and we're totally committed to our communities all across the state. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We just got $18,500. <laughs> From the federal government through the Forest Service so we can start planting in the little communities in northern Nevada. And Reno, who's got a pretty good-sized food desert. So we're going to be spreading the love this summer. When it gets too hot in Vegas, we're going to flip to northern Nevada and start doing the work there and come home right in time to start planting in the fall. Now, I think I've seen on your social site uh, where you were in uh, Amagosa Falls, I think. Yes. You know what? Our, so our mesquite trees across the nation, so here south and uh, east, like down into Texas, our mesquite, our native mesquite tree boss are dying. They're dying off. So are our urban forests. Uh, and so we planted 110 mesquite out there. Uh, some of them, they would try to take out invasive tamarisk and oversprayed. And really hurt, so contractors really hurt some of our native 
big grandpas, man, big old mesquite. And uh, it's such a shame. And I hate to throw that blame, but you know how you know how you know how herbicides are. <laughs> so uh, they have a tendency to get away from you. So I thought we say don't use them at all. Like they're cancer causing. Don't do it. Just pull your weed. Just keep pulling it. It'll, it'll go away eventually. Or eat it. Most of you can eat. <laughs> right. And that's, that's that's if I can just jump on that because I mean I think we have to go back and not only re- reclaim our our vocabulary and our words, but reclaim our plants. Like reclaim these medicinal plants, reclaim the dandelion, you know, reclaim the plantain. All these plants, regardless of all the chemicals, all the stepping on, they they sprout up and they can feed us. And they're medicinal plants with multiple uses, just like the mesquite. The mesquite is a keystone plant. It's 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 a plant that affects our ecosystem. It's extremely important, and it's a it's a tree that that has multi multifaceted it's it's a it's a it's a it's a multifunctional tree it provides food you know the lumber the mycorrhizae that it provides in its root system has a deep tap root that you know can survive and have severe droughts um and, and on and on and on i mean it's the bean trees uh, can can save us and and that's part of our you know, our goal too is to to help to you know reforest and build these type of regenerative systems because it has to be regenerative, Joel. There's no sustainable. Oh, what happened? I don't know. He was on a good roll. Hey, he was on a good roll, but that's okay. Well, in regards to taking back, uh, I'm going to ask you a question on this one, really, uh, just to see what you got to say about it. But uh, the term permaculture, you ever heard of that? Yep. Uh, and I looked it up, and I was, I was hoping you did know about it, but still not, uh, is an approach to land management and settlement design that adapts arrangements observed in flourishing natural uh, ecosystems. It, in, it includes a set of design principles derived using whole system thinking. It applies these principles in fields such as regenerative, regenerative agriculture, town planning, uh, rewilding, and community uh, resilience. Uh, permaculture originally came from the permanent agriculture, but was later adjusted to mean permanent culture, incorporating uh, social aspects. Uh, the term was coined in 1978 by Bill Mollison and David Holbrum, who formulated the concept in opposition to Western industrialized methods and in congruence uh, with uh, with industri- uh, with uh, I'm sorry with indigenous and traditional knowledge. Yep, I'm loving it. You know, Mario really brought that concept to Nevada plants, and uh, I think we have a permaculture guild here in town. And you know, when we look just here locally, when we look at the Mojave, you know, rewilding is. You know what? What was here? You know, it's a it's a hot, dry desert, and uh, the, although there's beautiful medicinals out there that we can cultivate, that we can grow to appreciate and love right in our gardens, like right at home, and and that's that's really where we want to go, and and to feed the people. I know there's a lot of, or they're beginning to have permaculture societies. Where, you know, they really are doing everything themselves, right? Because 
our food supply got uh, capitalized, if you know what I mean, or industrialized, we can call it. But, you know, even here in Vegas, we have a three to four day food supply. That's it at the supermarket. That's it. So, I mean, think about that toilet paper thing that happened, you know? Something happens, you have to be self-sustaining. And we're working toward, that's why we do those underplantings. And it can be regenerative to the mind, like lavender and, and things that you can put in, in herbals and oils and tinctures and uh, food, you know, squash. And uh, you know how they do the, the corn, because the corn stalk holds up the bean that wraps around it. And the bean lays down nitrogen nodules that feeds the squash. Like, like it's the perfect combination. And these are indigenous practices that we have lost. Uh, and, and, and we all know how we lost them. And uh, we need to get back to that. Uh, we need to get back to that. They, we have our food, our strawberries, they might be big, but they're fertilized. You know, they're fertilized and fertilized and fertilized. And, you know, when you grow, your, there's just something about growing your own. And my grandson picked his little bitty strawberry. We only had one. And he picked it. You should have seen the look on his face. It was worth it. He'll remember that. And uh, we need to get back to that. We need to advocate for community gardens and uh, that kind of a permaculture awareness. And the fact that we can grow our own food. We do not have to get it all from the store. We do not have to participate in that. We don't. We just don't. Yeah, and I think you're talking of the, uh, the three sisters where they're using the corn. Uh, the bean, I believe, the squash you're referring to. Isn't that brilliant? It's it's a br- it's brilliant, and uh, you know they were was sacred and light on the water and respectful in every way of its use, and you know that's something we got to keep in our consciousness too and be aware. Of resources that we use on a daily basis especially the colorado i mean it's going down 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 and uh i just want to plant trees especially fruit trees just as quick as we can for the people you know because people say well you know you're using a lot of water and i say well nobody's worried about you know uh other areas that have massive uh use of water so you know, we only get talking about water use when, you know, when we're talking about equity. So, uh, I, I always just laugh and kind of let that slide because, uh, we need to get it in. People deserve shade. People, people deserve food and, and we deserve to be fed right from our own soils, you know, in the best way possible, which is shared between neighbors. And, you know, when the going gets tough, we depend on our neighbors, and we got to have our neighbors all having food. All having food. Yes, and with that thought, we're going to just take a quick commercial break. You're listening to On the Wake Up Radio. I'm your host, Joel Saji. Make me free as a show, and we'll be back in a moment with, with more from Nevada Plants. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. And welcome back to the On The Wake Up Radio Show. This is your host, Joel Saiji, and you're listening to Make Me Free. Well, tonight we do have our special guest, 
Nevada Plants out here in Las Vegas, uh, giving us the one-on-one course on how to uh, live with sustainable food ideas and methods. And one is the tree planting uh, idea that is taking a firestorm approach uh, to us in need. And if you can continue that, uh, Lisa and Mario. You do your permaculture, Mario. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, I got cut off. But um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's our you know permaculture and agroforestry and asymptropic uh, farming. But these these all come back to indigenous practices. They just put them down in text, you know. And um, uh, a part of my research has been on that these these uh, you know indigenous food crops that were in this in our region and our foraging cultures were using and i think this is also plants that are our keystone plants and they're they are important uh to our ecosystem and our overall well-being and so you know it's the the the, the fruit trees but there's there's so much you know that that can be edible and can be multifunctional. I'm still here. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> here. I didn't get cut off. <laughs> no, <I'm going> to... <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, uh, Lisa just uh, has such a big heart, and you know, our our focus is is for trees. But you know, she knew my passion for creating systems, nature systems, and you know, out of her own pocket and you know her company, she she bought these herbs for these plantings to, to demonstrate and to show how to build these, these basically companion planting or guilds on the understory of these trees. Um, and you know, it, it's aesthetically beautiful to have these type of blooms. Uh, a lot of them are herbs and these herbs, the aromatics on them, they, they change and they, they affect you internally. And they're medicinal plants. Mm -hmm. And also, while you're waiting for it to harvest your tree, you have these herbs that you can harvest too, or these plants that you can use, or beneficial, you know, uh, pollinators. You call them for pollinators, but also beneficial predators. That's been my in my garden. I'm 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 such I'm so into flowers right now. Before I was just all edibles, but now I'm all about flowers and you know attracting the good bugs into my garden you know it's, it's just uh it's a, it's a beautiful uh process when you start getting your hands in and building your own garden now i, I want to touch on that too uh as, as though every section of the country has different uh soil richness and temperature climates uh can you explain the importance of why the trees and the plants that are used here in this region with the environment and low maintenance and with enriching the soil with the planting combinations uh, such as the mandarin trees with the planting of the strawberry uh, plant? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, it, it's important when you're doing companion planting and, and, and you're building these type of systems. Is, is one is, you know, the water. You know, uh, they, they all have to take the same amount of water. You know, if one needs less and more, you're going to end up, one's going to end up suffering and, and losing out. Um, the, the acidity level... You know, some some plants are gonna like more acidic. Some are gonna like more of a higher pH. So those type of components are, are very important. 
and with a uh, uh, desert plant, you know, like native desert plants, but you know, if we're talking the lemon tree is grafted on there. It, 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 it does, it, you know, sometimes there's this little misconception that lemons still do well here, but when you see, when you talk to gardeners, it's like lemons do excellent here. And, uh, yeah, strawberries are, are a great companion with that because they like a little bit more acidic soils. Uh, strawberry, it's a nitrogen fixing plant. It's also um, a mineral accumulator, so it has a multifunction to it. And and you know what? Around here, I mean, let's face it, we're dry, mm-hmm. we're hot, uh, our soils are very alkaline, and they are salty as hell. And yep. so. Uh, you know, you've got to plant. First of all, you got you've got to add mulch on top to keep the sun off of what you plant. Keep the sun off of the soil so that you can have that water holding capacity. So what you water stays in the ground and goes to the tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what we do is we provide. Uh, all the herbs and the fruits and everything, they've all been proven to be able to grow here. So that's, that's what we're about. We do annuals, perennials, underneath, and woody shrubs, but uh, we also provide trees because trees are going to last. When we were at the moss planting, uh, underneath the pink lemonade tree, lemon tree, we planted strawberries. Under another one, we planted some, we planted a couple different kinds, types of mint, spearmint, and a regular peppermint. And another one had tomatoes around it, and another one has peppers around it, and another one has chard and spinach, which they can pull, you know, start harvesting now. And then later they'll be getting uh, squash. So, um, you know, we even have really good grape selection that grows good here. Oh, yeah. Grapes do excellent here. Yeah. I'm... I'm standing in between uh, a really nice uh, uh, grapefruit and a lemon right now. <laughs> Yay! Somebody changed them long time ago, and I'm grateful. And then when it's flowering, the smell and the aroma, I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, I agree. Now, now i got to pose a question on you. This is probably off topic, but now you, you have those people that go out and uh, do the flourishing of their front lawn with the, um, you know, all the trimmings and whatnot you see in the, in the landscape. And now, would that be uh, less or more uh, towards uh, maybe their their pocket if they were to do a transitional uh, change like, like you have in your front yard, Mario, where you incorporate instead of a, a, a spruce uh front yard your spruce is more vegetable and garden based mm-hmm. yeah definitely i mean it's going to take water but it'd be almost the same you would take for water in a lawn you know it's just like lisa said there there you have to you have to make sure that you're able to hold water so good you know good compost good organic matter uh a good uh um uh you know, mulch over the top. And that's what I've been doing. I've been building these, these layers so I can capture more water in it. Yeah. And we do a 50, 50 compost too, when we plant Mm -hmm. and also put down an organic fertilizer and that Mm -hmm. organic fertilizer is a slow release over time. 
And uh, we, I went back uh, three weeks after the moss planting. They'd already, everything had like two, uh, two to three inches of growth on it, brand new. Just beautiful. So it can be done. You just have to get the right selections. And then you have to take that bare soil and you have to add some compost to it. So and, that and you can build the nutrients. And we're going to be adding the, those type of information, if we not already have it, on our website where, where people can get this information, you know, from from different resources such as the uh, master gardeners who put out their, you know, from their studies what what trees do well here. And it, it, it's very, very good. I mean, I used it for my, for my front yard and my trees are all doing excellent. Yes, we have a resources tab and it's got all the links depending on... Uh, you know, what desert you live in, all the links are there, local. Reno, there's something. Elko, there's something. And uh, Master Gardeners are all on there. Now, I want to I talk a little bit about uh, Solidarity Fridge and how you guys partnered up. Yeah. Um, and what that's doing for the community. Sure. I mean, for me, it was something... I think me and Victoria, you know, Flores, who, who runs the Solidarity Fridge, we, we, we kind of started around the same. I mean, Lisa's been doing this, like, for for a while. She's been such an advocate for, for you know, building and, and building trees. But, you know, I've always had a passion, I mean, a love for it. But it was during the shutdowns that, that I, I felt this, like, we have to change something has to change you know as far as with so many people without food and there was just all these fridges that had come up during that time and uh solidarity fridge is the only one that's left you know and uh she's been you know it's been a, it's been amazing to watch her just grow you know on on social media and then uh, i i personally had reached out to her even before uh i connected with lisa that I, I wanted to help to kind of bring more of a, you know, it's great to have that fridge. It's great to have that food, but it's also too to have an actual living system around it. And then I connected with Lisa and she was, yes. And then she connected, I think on her own with Victoria. I mean, she, you know, Lisa's just everywhere, like, you know, with community, you know, clean up parks. I mean, she's doing it all. I just don't know how she has all this time, but you know, she's amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, again, I just want to highlight, uh, again, uh, social media uh, sites where they can, again, uh, find you guys, especially on Instagram, Facebook if needed, uh, phone numbers, uh, websites, uh, any of that information. If you just maybe go over that one more time for us. Mm -hmm. uh, Lisa, you want to? Lisa, are you there? Or maybe she's not here. <laughs> Uh, well, you can find us at our website, uh, nevadaplants.com. We're also on social media, Facebook, uh, on on Instagram, at, on the Nevada Plants. And you got Lisa's number on the website. So, you know, she will pick up a call. I mean, she she's definitely, um, you know, a person that, you know, I, I can put it like this. You know, if you put something on social media that, you know, I need someone to help me move. It would be Lisa Ortega that would come to your house and help you move that stuff. That's the type of person she is. She's such a big heart. And, uh, you know, you can co definitely connect to us on there. You know, um, our, our website is our, our primary, but definitely Instagram and Facebook as well. Well, again, on that Instagram, I believe that's uh, at Nevada Plants, uh, lowercase lettering. 
uh, as Correct. well as on Facebook, uh, same spelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. believe uh, that website, if I can get to it, uh, one second. NevadaPlants.com. Right. There you go, NevadaPlants.com. Uh, definitely look them up. Um, the phone number is listed on uh, the page itself, but if you want to write it down, 702 Four two three two one two zero. Do yourself a favor in that regard. Um, somehow Lisa got disconnected during this overall interview. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we can maybe get her back. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take another beautiful Prince break. Ooh, I love Prince. All right. Well, thank you for that. We're gonna, yeah, we'll take a quick, brief break and come right back at you. You're listening to On the Wake Up Radio, Make Me Freeze the Show. And again, we want to welcome you all back to On The Wake Up Radio. I'm your host, Joel Saji. Make me free as the show with our special guest tonight, Nevada Plants with Lisa oh. and Mario. Hey, Joel. <laughs> We're back. I'm back. Yay. So we covered a lot of details on the night, back and forth. Uh, a little disruption, but still not the same. Uh, motivation is still there. Uh, the same uh, influence is still there. Uh, the same passion is still there, uh, regardless of our interruptions. Yep. We're used yep. to that, right? Interruptions, hello. Interruptions in the mission, you got to keep rolling. You got to you you ride the waves. You got to, you know, be patient and, and know when to act. For sure. So definitely, uh, we was just, uh, before you uh, did drop off Lisa we were just discussing uh, a few details of correspondence where people can again get in touch with you guys for any uh, questions that they may have any interest that may be absorbed in this conversation uh, just to uh, again maybe look at the website get an idea about it uh, you know what have you absolutely and uh, I, uh, I'm just going to say there's a PayPal button on there. Can I say that? There's a PayPal button on there too. Uh, we were looking at, we were looking at uh, having about ten trees left to plant, you know. And uh, you got to give that up to Creator, right? So I said, okay, I'm gonna get a good night's sleep, but we're gonna get to Earth Day, right? <laughs> and the moon winked. I swear, the moon winked, and. Uh, we went right into another sixty thousand, seventy-eight thousand dollars, and so for a for a brand new nonprofit, you know that's going to see us through till it gets too hot to plant, and it's going to see us through next fall too. So um, we're always looking for donations, and we're always writing grants, and uh, we're always asking that bigger collective, you know, to help out help out a brother and sister who needs fresh food. It's important. Mm-hmm. That is definitely true indeed. And again, that donate now button is on the top of the website. And again, that's NevadaPlants.com uh, for those familiar with the computer. Now, uh, for those who are just uh, maybe want to do a hand about or a uh, hand touchy feely or, you know, how people are, want to see, uh, see it first before they believe it. Again, they have a calendar on the website as well where you can attend any of the functions that are scheduled on the calendar, uh, and I would believe uh, the upcoming event uh, is tomorrow, or actually Tuesday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, 
uh, for Tree Talk that she did in performance of, and that's from 6 to 7 o'clock. And what was that location again, Lisa? That's a Zoom meeting, and we got the link there on the website when you click on it, and you can come on in. It is, it's, it's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all where we want people that want to plant. People say there's other organizations that, that uh, do this. Come on out. Come into the Zoom. Uh, give us your wisdom. Give us your ideas. If you're a community person and you're in the urban heat island or if you're in a food desert, come on into that call and tell us you need a tree so we can figure out where you live and we can get you some goodness to your yard. And, uh, you know, people that just want to participate, you know, and, and as I say, get the fingernails dirty. Or we got other jobs, too. Like, you know, somebody can run the clipboard. And, you know, we got somebody want to just come listen to the music and have some, you know, something good to drink and see what it's about. Uh, that'd be great. We're getting ready to help Winchester Center revive their community garden. And uh, we're, we're going to be calling all of our partners that night to come on out and, uh, you know, find out how we can get, you know, like a mile around that rec center, get those people engaged in that community garden so that they can walk their dog and check their spinach at the same time. <laughs> so everybody's welcome. Yeah, and again, on the 21st, we have uh, two scheduled events, uh, one from 8 to 12.30 and then another one from 12 to 4, uh, Management of Landscape, Trees of Community, Managers Day 1, as well as Day 2 the following day, and then you have the UNLV School of Agriculture Tree Planting event. Mm-hmm. We're working with the UNLV Community Garden. Uh, they've got uh, fruit trees and nut trees uh, around their garden, and their gates are open. And they want community to come and and hang with the university. And you can paint garden signs or, you know, paint them any way you want. And put your name on there or put your club's name on there and uh, help them plant some trees. Help them plant up their garden beds. A lot of that produce that's from that garden is, is all donated. And so we want we want people there. We want them planting it up so that... Uh, they can give, give, give. And, uh, yeah, we've got some schools coming up. Schools, usually it's the parents, you know. So uh, we, we're going to do some of those, too, so that we can uh, – the kids got have the gardens there, so we want to kind of flank them with fruit trees, you know, so that there can be more deliciousness happening. And then we come back. Also, we have an aftercare program. So we're going to be looking for people to come help us prune because – we don't want to plant a tree in a, a grandma and grandpa's yard, and we don't want them on ladders, right? So we know where the trees are located. So next year we'll be looking for people to help us keep those trees shoulder height so that, you're, so that we're not endangering people to or putting them in a position to where it's hard to get the fruit. We want it to be pickable. So we're looking for those people too. So... Uh, any way you want to get sweaty or dirty or just come paint or uh, just come watch and listen to the music, uh, we're all about that. We're all about that. We're all about community and just partnering up and meeting each other and finding out how we can solve just some of the problems in our community. Beautiful, beautiful. And again, on April 30th, you'll be out at Vegan Wonderland and and mm -hmm. I believe there's a uh, address for that. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up now. Just give me one second. Uh, but I believe that location is on uh, Camden Street. 
531 Las Vegas, April 30th. And you guys will be out there with your own booth uh, dedicated. Yeah, we'll be raffling off some fruit trees. And so, also, um, go ahead. Oh, so we're going to raffle off some fruit trees. And uh, we definitely take donations and need donations. But you know how it is, the way we roll, everybody gets a raffle ticket. Everybody that can get a fruit tree in the ground can have a raffle ticket. And uh, we're going to raffle off a couple fruit trees and just get some awareness to our program. Uh, and Bigger Wonderland, come on, it is the best food. There's so many loving uh, businesses and small businesses to support. And I mean, that's the best food I've ever had in my life. And it's it's awesome. I can't wait to just get the smells. Address correction is uh, 5321 Cameron Street, Las Vegas, Nevada. And again, that's April 30th. So if you're able to come out, uh, please do. I believe there's a $3 uh, low dollar admission. Uh, so if you're able to spend $3, come on now. Food in front forever, free games, video games, pet friendly, I believe. Uh, again, some of the well-known uh, vegan uh, food vendors in the city are going to be there. Uh, just to name a few, Off the Vine, Prone to Plants, Herbs Kitchen, uh, Dapper Donuts, and Arugas uh, Plant Power. Uh, so if you're able to get out there, uh, please do. You don't want to miss it. And definitely, while you're there, come visit Nevada Plants. Lisa and Mario will be there in attendance, uh, answering all questions needed and again get your raffle tickets for an available tree yeah and, and part of the proceeds also for the ticket is going towards nevada plan so you're going to be helping us by coming to that event as well so that's a beautiful thing now i know for sure uh my wonderful producer has been listening to us gather glee cutting back in and all but i know she has <laughs> a few questions of, of excitement. I know she's very excited about this type of uh, 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 show that we're having tonight. So I'm going to give her an opportunity to uh, come forth and say a couple of words. Cindy. Hey, Cindy. hey, hey, y'all. Mi gente. So Joel had said something, right? Before we get into the rapid fire part, Joel had said something because you guys sent me down Wonderland, right? And I remember being a child and even like at 13 right going back home to Grenada where I'm from and never knowing what it's like to go to a supermarket in New York like New York City right or like the big cities you mm -hmm. always go to the supermarket and could you imagine coconuts papaya mango soursop passion fruit guava tamarind plantains golden apples star fruit like this was in my grandmother grand aunt any family members yard along with the goats and the chickens and you go over to the river and you get some some uh what is this like crawfish do you get what i'm saying never going to the grocery store everything was there there was no sanitation because mm -hmm. it was like everything was just like recycled and basically what you guys have is something so amazing it's better than money because a lot of times a lot of the fruits and the vegetables are things that help people holistically heal for example mm -hmm. i learned that boiling cinnamon sticks will bring your blood pressure you know your sugar down it actually mm -hmm. works garlic boiling mm -hmm. that blood pressure mm -hmm. anything with cholesterol and drinking that it brings it down. So what y'all, y'all, you guys are giving something that is so priceless. Nevada plants, you're, you're everything. I just wanted y'all to know. 
thank you. Thank you. And thanks and you know, for that piece of yeah. history that you have, that you articulated so beautifully. I just closed my eyes so that I could see, just try to see it. And uh, what an abundant life. Uh, and industrialism and capitalism has taken over our food supply. And, uh, you know, it's okay to let some of your stuff go to seed and have your own broccoli seed, you know, for the next year. And uh, we, we got to get back there. And the way prices are up, 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 we got to get back there. And we got to help people get back there to, to that place of, of caring for the land, caring for each other, and that sustainability right in your own yard. We've got to go there. It's important. Right. And, and also, just to touch on Cindy's just quickly, you know, you can grow all that fruit in Vegas, as you talked about. Well, Sour dragon fruit. I mean, you know, some of those, like the coconut, you could, but you would have to keep it in or cover it during the winter. But I'll, I'm, I'll, there's a huge subtropic growing community within Vegas. So, and I think it's important to diversify your fruits and bring in different types of produce, eat different types of foods, you know, um, uh, find, you know, regionally adapted foods that do well here. And, and we have that source material if everyone's interested or connect those to people who want to be connected to Yes, I love and, it because you can't eat coins. You can't. Right? You can't, definitely. And the, 100%. And then the food deserts, what happens in Vegas, when you're a mile or more from a grocery store, it's because you got a glut of fast food. Mm-hmm. And so they, they have a tendency to take over where there's no supermarket. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, you know, people eat that fast food because it, it appears cheap in price. And it's and it's the only thing you can walk to, you and so it. that's part of the reason we need to change because nutrition is key, especially with our kids and with our elderly. I mean, all beings, but you know, when we talk about being productive in the mind, I'm talking about fruit and vegetables give you that lift, like you were talking about. Got to have it. Definitely. I mean, um, you know, food is is medicine. You know, and. Uh, I don't think it's, it's just no, it's no coincidence that they have, you know, they call them food swamps, all these fast food restaurants within food deserts. And it's no coincidence that, you know, these food deserts, they don't, they don't have any tree canopy, you know, and the air quality and, you know, it's all, it's, it's systemic and, and collectively we can change it. You know, we can't wait for someone to, to save us. We only can save ourselves. And it starts with you, you know, it starts with, with you setting the intention to change and then walking the steps of that change. I love it. I love it. I'm moving to Vegas. That's it. Come. That's it. Come. Ooh, you're going to come the visit. Is, come on. Come stay is, with me. The houses are still pretty affordable here, you know, and you can bring your New York love, you know, like these type of, there's opportunity here because we don't have a lot of these type of things in Vegas. It's, it's open for, for, for creatives to come in and, and to bring that type of, you know, experience and where they're there, where they came from. Oh my gosh. Did Lisa say I could live with her? Lisa, you don't threaten me with a good time. You hear me young lady. <laughs> you better, you better try me. My, you know, my cell phone number's on the website. So try. <laughs> well, up next is we're going to play something called rapid fire. Mario and Lisa, are you ready? Let's yes. do it. TV or music? Music. Music. 
meat or vegetables? Vegetables. What's the first one? Vegetables, probably, though. Yeah. Uh, I said meat, but I knew you were going to pick oh, meat. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. No meat. Yeah, fruits, definitely, and vegetables. <laughs> 100%. Holidays or birthdays? Tell me the first one. Holidays or birthdays? Daily love. <laughs> yeah, I would say... Hmm. Yeah, that's a... Uh, hmm. I would say... Yeah, I don't know. Holiday, I would say, but birthday also. They're both they're both key. I think I live it every day like it's a holiday and a birthday because it's just like life is so bountiful, you know, and, and I, I think it's all, you know, to live it within that energy of your birthday or within your holiday. And every day, you, you every breath, you're just living it up to the fullest. How about dine out or cook in? Cook in. Cook in. Now, do you guys have a favorite book? Uh, let's see. Well, can I, well, women race and women race and color. That's what I'm reading right now. I love it. What you got for me, Mario? Um, just, oh, I mean, right now I've been into like these permaculture. So I would say, uh, um, um, the, f- the food forest by, uh, Catherine Bukowski and just kind of gives you the outlines of what it takes to build a food forest. And it's a, it's a very good read. You guys got a favorite movie? Hmm. Uh, can I say no? I'm sorry. I would say yes. I got a lot. But I would say for me, an important one is the Matrix. I think this is what we're kind of like witnessing right now. You know, we're all like awakening to what is and uh, realizing our power, you know, that we are the one and that we're connected to everyone. And, you know, just the whole, you know, flex of the, you know, the Matrix. And, and you know, I was talking to Lisa about this, the, the other day that, you know, we're, we're living within the divine matrix right now. And where all these opportunities are, are, are present, where we're manifesting continuously. So and at the end, it was a love story. <laughs> yeah, and the love, yeah, and love. Oh, yeah. You know, it's so interesting. Yesterday, just interviewed Sophia Stewart, the creator and the owner mm. of the matrix and the Terminator. So that was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I know that story. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's uh it's it's uh it's really interesting. Now, next one is superpowers you wish you had. You know, I'm just I've been working on. <laughs> I think these are superpowers these days. I, I'm working on discernment and courage with love. That's my superpowers. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say openness, you know, uh, uh, to, to simplicity and love. That'd be mine. Beautiful. Do you guys have a favorite documentary? Uh, let me think. 
You know, I just, I really like Planet of the Humans by Jeff Gibbs, man. That was, that was my first, uh, that was my first uh, heart drop, brain drop. Uh, truly grateful. Truly grateful. I have one. Let me just look it up. It's, uh, it's actually one that got me kind of into it. I just have to, I can't think of the name right now. Oh, it's called Call of the Forest. Call of the Forest, the Forgotten Wisdom of Trees. Have you seen that, Lisa? I have to send it to you. By Diana Beresford Kroger. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing uh, 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 documentary about trees and how, what they do for us. I mean, if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what one is. Definitely watch that one. Oh, I'll have to check both of them out you guys talked about. Uh, next up, if you had to come back to this place, would you be a tree, mountain, volcano, or animal? At the rate I'm going, it could be a volcano. <laughs> okay. Probably mine in the house, but uh, yeah, probably a tree, you know? Sentient beings, they get everything they need and they can just stand in one place. Uh, they are very unselfish, uh, very loving, caring beings. Yeah, I think that Lisa's already a honey badger, so she's already <laughs> been there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I would say I would come back as a plant because, you know, I've been studying and practicing yoga, and plants to me are the ultimate yogis. They sit there and they meditate the sun, you know, and they take that energy and they give us oxygen. So, I mean, there's so much you can learn from a plant. So I would Beautiful. say that. Do you, guys, do you guys have a favorite color? Green. <laughs> yeah, I would say blue. I'm definitely coming to live with Lisa because that's my favorite color, green. <laughs> yeah, green is, you know, green is, you know, the heart chakra. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great color. Do you guys have a favorite hobby? Oh, my favorite hobby is planting trees. And they tease me, they call me honey badger because I do a lot of digging with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, do you want a shovel? I'm like, no, I'm digging yeah, with my hands. I'm like putting on my gloves, you know, I'm getting ready to get the shovel. And then there's Lisa Ortega, like digging a hole with her hands. You know, <laughs> no joke. Like she's in it. She's, she's down for it. That's my hobby. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think that, you know, hobby. I, I think it's more about, for me, what's been important within the last few years is to live my passions and not to make those hobbies, to actually make that my life. So, you know, that's just art. You know, I'm an artist. So for me, you know, tree planting is, is, is you know, it's, it's an installation. You know, for me, it's, it's like instead of like doing 2D art, it's 5D art. You know, it's a multi-layer system and, you know, and putting these relationships together like you would putting colors on a paper, but mm -hmm. put in its relationships by using plants. Oh my God. Definitely. What a beautiful answer. Mario, you, you speak like a romantic novel. My gosh. <laughs> He's awesome. He's awesome. Now, do you guys have a favorite show as a child? Hmm. I think I was, I think I was uh, a Gilligan's Island girl. <laughs> Does that age me? Do you still want to hang out with me? <laughs> oh, no, that was my yeah, favorite. I watched, I watched Gilligan's. 
You know, I grew up in the, I don't know, it was a 90s, so it was always like the anti-hero, you know, type of storylines, you know, and kung fu little movies. So, you know, I think it was just always connected with, with the guy who just rises up and, you know, does what's right, for sure. No, that's dope. No, no, I'm there with you, Lisa. Inspector Gadget, see? Um, oh, yeah, I love Inspector Gadget, too, yeah. <laughs> What's one of the biggest accomplishments you guys have made collaborating? You know, for me, the biggest accomplishment is uh, that feeling of love that we feel when we're with community, when we're with people who want to help each other. And just being a part of that is it's been life changing for me life changing i'm not i'm not kidding in a huge way so that's it that that's it it's the people it's the love definitely i I agree with lisa it's like you know we go through all this you know collaborator you know process you know the writing those ways but then once the event starts and we're just you know the opportunity to witness it it's 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 beautiful because we didn't have any expectations and you know our first tree planting was this is our collective nothing to do lv and it was just so much love there that it was just we just wrote we just keep riding that wave of love and, and we're just connecting with more and more people and it's just it's just it's beautiful yeah well said guys well said beach or pool Mm, beach for sure beach unless they're using like these natural type of pools because i i don't want to get into these chemical pools no thank you (laughs) (laughs) how about action or comedy comedy to be lifted i love the laugh (laughs) it's yeah i would say comedy and action. I mean, I love I love action. But you know, I, I recently, I'll be honest with you, I can't watch much violence. I just it affects me too much. I think yeah. we're we're in a we're in a state now where you know I don't know this return back to normalcy, and this normalcy was never healthy. And this you know this over sexualized, over aggressive conditioning needs to change and we need to go more into you know cultivating love and growing love and growing community and 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 living and living the movie you know like you're the main character you're the main person in your movie and you have the opportunity to to be the star you are a star and i think you know yeah that's it living it how about a shower or a bath I'm down for the bath. <laughs> you know, I'm down for the meditative bath. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I would, you know, I have a shower, but, you know, my wife is Russian and I had the opportunity to visit Russia and uh, go in the banyas, the bathing. And let me tell you, it's, uh, it's an amazing experience to have a really good bath. Love or money? Oh, uh, L O V E, love always. That was the easiest one. <laughs> Wait now, love or respect? Love. Love. Reading or watching TV? Reading. 
Reading. I don't own a TV, so. <laughs> Reading. There's too much shite on TV. Too much shit. Can't yeah. take it. Can't do it. Can't be gloom and doom. Uh, they call can't it, be. Yeah, they call it television for, you know, a reason. <laughs> <laughs> How about sunrise or moonlight? Mm. You gotta have both. I don't know. Moonlight. <laughs> you know, I would say right now I love the moon, but I, I, I love the opportunity. I don't get them as much to watch the sunrise. I think if I can wake up every morning and watch the sunrise, I think that'd be the ultimate. Yes. I hope you're ready for this one. Friendship forever or a love love of your life short-lived and that's hard <laughs> I think yeah I would say I would go for for love you know and um, I think you know every day yeah you kind of fall in love I think with something you know and uh, yeah I think that part of it is to understand that you are love and it's it's not that the person is important but that love is not coming from them that love is coming for yourself you're the one that's emanating that love and if once you can attach yourself and connect with that love then it's always there with you so they never leave you they're always with you nice is that lisa you just said yes you're with that answer? You're, you're I'm with that? that answer. What do you think? I'm with that answer. That was good. Yeah, because, I mean, there's so much, you know, I, I, I went through that, you know, many different loves that just, they're quick-lived, and, you know, I lived in the torment of losing that love, but once I realized that the love was inside of me and it came from me, then I never lost anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, a pet, a pet peeve. You each have. Uh, yeah. Well, I gotta say, lately, uh, narcissistic behavior is my pet peeve. <laughs> uh, I ran into some of that lately, and I'm like, yeah, now I know what that is. And uh, that is probably my pet peeve because uh, we must give and receive. We must always give. Give, 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 and receive. You can't, you can't just be a taker in this world, man. This, this short lived. So yeah, that's my pet peeve. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say one of my observations, I don't have to pet peeve, but would be that would be the the use of vocabulary to de- to describe yourself, you know. And uh, I find that most use negative connotation to speak when they're speaking of themselves. So when I, especially here in the United States, I always always hear people say sorry they're apologizing for everything like what are you sorry for you know like i think that we have to be aware of what words we're using to communicating uh, who we are and what we are use empowerment use divinity speak highly of yourself beautiful now a fear you wish you could vanquish from humanity Climate change. We got to act. We have to act. 
and people live in fear and they gloom and doom and post and repost and post and we have all these meetings and people always go there and we got to lift. We always got to lift that back up. You know, we got to, we got to boots on the ground. We have to make change in our country, in every country. And so we have to be willing to do that. And if you're in fear, then you're not acting. And so we need people to act, not to be in fear. So yeah, climate change, sure. You know, kind of going on that is, is the, the fear of being alone, being alone in all this, you know, uh, and, and to understand that you're not alone, you know, that you are connected to someone that's thinking the same thing you're thinking right now. You know, there's, there's that collective presence that's around you. And, um, you know, I've been meeting like-minded individuals in there, so I, I know that it's, it's there. Fantastic. Uh, now, listen up. You step into a time portal. What year would it be? And would you save anyone or change anything or just be an observer? I would bring Martin Luther the King back. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. He. That's what I would do. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. You know, it's like, it's, 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 it's a difficult one. You know, uh, it just brings me back to just share really briefly. It's a, it's a, I had it. So my father passed when I was, uh, when I was eight years old and when I was a teen, I would have these very vivid dreams. And one of them I had was I, I was going into this room and the room was white and it was a, a movie screen. There was a, there was a film that was going to be showed and everyone that was in there had lost something deeply within themselves, uh, you know, a family member or whatnot. And we were going to go back and bring this person back, you know, into our lives. And I sat in this room and this room got covered with light and I got, you know, it filled me. And then the, the light, went away and I was in the room and nothing had changed. And, you know, I had, I felt so relieved, you know, because like this Mario would not exist. This wouldn't be the, the Mario that stands right now. It'd be completely someone different, you know? And, um, so in that aspect, I would say no, but I probably would save like John Lennon <laughs> from being shot. Yeah. Yeah. Now three people. There's too much. Now, three people you wish you could meet and pick their brain. They could be living. They could be not here with us anymore. Mm. Or they could be from the future. You could make them up a unicorn. I don't know. I still, I'd still pick Martin Luther King and uh, my dad. And uh, I, I really like to, I really like to reconnect with my grandma. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I would say too, yeah, my father. I would say Jesus Christ. I would say the Buddha. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three people you would take with you on a road trip. The same. <laughs> the same in couple yeah. Mario's. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine sitting in a car with Jesus Christ, the Buddha, and my father? It'd be like just it'd be the greatest trip ever. I just go with you, Mario. <laughs> now, what would you, if you could time travel back to yourself, what would you tell yourself as a teen or a little boy or a little girl? 
Well, I know when I was little, I uh, I was mostly in survival mode. And uh, so I think I would just tell myself, you know, I look back, I tell myself, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that, that would be my message for me, that, it, that it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Yeah, it was trouble. Yeah, I I would go up to myself and give myself a big hug and say, I love you so much. And you're you're a beautiful person. Yeah. And and, and and I've been been taking those, and I think a lot of people have been having those opportunities, you know, when when you work and you you heal these traumas to to relive those moments, but as a man or as a woman, you know, as, as an adult, and to let yourself know you're not in that place anymore. You are safe. No one's going to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. And now for each of you, what do you desire for your life and legacy? Let's speak it into existence. I want to work with the people. I, I love this community that I found, Joel and all the mm. folks. I love them so much and they are committed and they're committed to each one doing their thing to make the world a better place and just so much love and man, I just want to, I just want to stay in that groove and, and help people where we can and, and, uh, you know, bring that solidarity, man. That's, that's what we need these days. That solidarity. I'll be super happy just to be bringing, you know, that humanity loves that's it for me that's and however that manifests itself that's that's what i'm into that's where that's where the power is that's where the truth of power is for me mm-hmm. yeah definitely on uh you know on uh on this type of existence and flame definitely more creative avenues where i can help you know with this shift that that we're in this shift this change that it's in us right now and to help people connect with that um, because you know, my, 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 I always tell myself every morning and every night, it's like, I pray for my liberation, you know, liberation from myself and, you know, to connect more with the divinity of, of it all, you know, with everyone and, you know, to eliminate all those, those, those separators that, that, that disconnect me from what is. Beautiful. Now, last yeah. but not least. Who or what inspires you guys to do the things that you guys are doing with NevadaPlants.com? For me, it's the people. It's the allies. It's finding the Rao Rao group, finding Vegan Wonderland, uh, finding the schools, finding the teachers, uh, finding the community gardens, you know, and and helping in that way. It's it's an incredible ride, man. It is, you know, we're not giving, we're not giving anything, you know, we're getting, getting, getting every time there's an event. I mean, and on all the in-between, we're just, we are getting so much love. It's us that are truly being nourished. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I, I would say, you know, for me, it's my family, my wife, Olga, and my children, Ariel and Noah. I mean, I think that, the big thing that I, I and, and it's funny because right now I, I, I don't have much, I haven't had much time to be with my family. I've been 
you know, studying to become a master gardener, learning about, you know, food systems, working with Lisa and our team and Nevada plants and working full time. And I'm doing all this so I can spend more time with my family. But, you know, also, you know, to to create a future and to create a landscape that I want my family to be in, you know, um, like I, I want my children to to, you know, be free to to pursue their passions and and to co- you know be creative and to come up with solutions through community for for to to help people and to to help the earth and to bring people together gosh you guys are just like you're, you're warming my soul now imagine this <laughs> the time travelers are here we're no longer here anymore. This recording will be forever, ever, ever, ever throughout time and space. <laughs> what do you want them to know about Lisa and Mario? Go. That we're planting trees, that we're planting fruit trees, that we want to remediate the urban heat island, and that we want to help our brothers and sisters in community. What, whatever we can do and however we can ally, we're here. It, do, it doesn't matter the task. Call us and we're there to help. That's, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that, you know, Mario and Lisa and Nevada Plants and all our, our collectives, is they're, they're not only planting, you know, trees, but they're planting seeds, you know, and... These, these seeds of hope and these seeds of abundance and these seeds of opportunity and collectively together we helped shift all of us into something so amazing and you know it just blow our minds wide open and now I'd like for you to talk to your great 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 grandchildren go How's the trees doing? <laughs> How's the air? How's the water? Are you okay? Are you okay? How's the collective? Uh, and how are you? And that hug, right? That big, that big hug that I know they're going to need. And just know, like, I'm up there looking down. I've, by that time, I might be one of their kids, right? They better watch out. <laughs> recreate. Recreate the communities. And that community feeling that that today is lost, and I hope, and I hope when I'm talking that many generations away, it's a whole new thing, and that uh, we're living peaceful and we're living loving, the whole world with no war and no bullshit and no uh, you know no one percenters, and I hope that they get to live that world where it's not about money and things, it's about people and love. Just like you experienced with your grandma, and that's what I, that's what I, I hope I give my high five and be like, "Look at you, Amen, Amen, Amen." Put the gun yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say you know they walk into this little forest or food forest, and they you know they stand by a tree that we planted, and it's been there for so long, and. 
they're they're eating from the fruit that we ate from, which you know the same fruit, uh, or you know from the tree, and um, yeah, this way, I and I would say to them, I love you, and uh, I'm there with you, and you know, bless you. You guys are amazing. I want to thank you for playing. Right, that's fire. I feel like we just all made love. Yeah. Tell your wife sorry. Yeah. I'm just saying. Wait till you, wait till you come out. Ha! I told you, Lisa, don't threaten me. Don't threaten me, Lisa. What a good time. Oh, love to have you, man. Love to. Is Joel there or is Joel like cuddled up in the fetal position sucking his thumb now? Because that was just so loving. <laughs> oh gosh, did we lose well, you? Oh, there you go. I just want to uh, throw a couple of uh, uh, added names out there that I did miss myself: uh, Providence Community Garden, uh, Zion Community Garden, uh, Green Our Plants uh, that has been associated with you guys as well. Uh, Rao mm-hmm. Rao, uh, Masjid uh, Asabur. Uh, and their contributions of helping you mm-hmm. get everything started as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone else that we may have missed that you may want to include in this or any last words, thoughts uh, beyond what you already said already? I mean, I would add those that we haven't talked to yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yes. got, we, we, we got something going in May with the, with the Hindu temple and I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. And uh, Asian Community Collective, I'm super excited about that. And, uh, you know, NDOT, right? I, I just want to put it out there for Department of Transportation and the Regional Transportation Commission because we're coming after them. We're coming after them to help the people with the pollution and to help people with the shade. So I'm just going to call them. I'm just going to call them out so I can call them in. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and I I would say, too, you know, um, to all the everyone listening and, uh, you know, that that wants to 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 be part of a a change, you know, come, you know, if you come to one of our plannings or come to one of our, you know, our our Zoom sessions or, you know, write us or you can donate, you can share media if you have some type of skill set that you feel would benefit you know you can share that if you if an artist you you can express it in however way you want to express it because you know it's 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 it's, it's it just can't be you know it, it's, it has to be a community it has to be a collective change and and you know join us and let's 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 shape our landscape to fit our communities and to help our people most definitely. And I think being the change uh, is mostly needed in trying to accomplish change. So, again, if you can, uh, in order to make change, you have to be the person willing to make the change. Mm-hmm. And making the change is, one, uh, going out and helping yourself uh, in accomplishing all of the things that we explained today, uh, self-sustaining uh methods uh, to carry on not only now in time uh, but Mm -hmm. for future generations to come uh, as Mm -hmm. we are again imploring you uh, to make change beyond what Mm -hmm. is happening now I think or what we kind of 
come to grips with in reality is that we're just tired of the same old mess. We're just tired of living the way that we're living. We're tired of going through this repetitive cycle. Uh, and again, with uh, the aspect of food prices going up and up um, and everything across the board is going up, we have to maintain some type of control. And one of the aspects of control is the food uh, that you produce or the food that you intake. Uh, we can control that source uh, by giving uh, the idea that Nevada, Nevada plants has implanted into us tonight uh, with the discussions that we have held. I hope we have all taken this in, in consideration, um, not only for today, but tomorrow as well. Yeah. Anybody out there too, you know, that they're doing this in their communities, we ask you to hop on our, hop on the, our tree talk because uh you know we would love to collaborate and uh find find ways to do things better or find ways to do things different or or whatever that is you know and much love to all the planters out there yeah and i would say to kind of bounce on what joel was saying is that yes it's the change starts with yourself within yourself and you know you know observe your thoughts observe your thoughts watch your words um, how you communicate to others and yourself, especially to yourself, and uh, you know, start taking take a holistic approach to eliminate those things that don't serve you anymore. In your relationships, foods, you know, we people do these jobs, you know, that that they don't want to do for for money, so they can you know pay for it. You know, I mean, it's just this this whole cultivation of self healing. It's the step. And then, you know, and, or you can come with us, you know, if you and go to a planting and it's, it's a healing process. It is. I mean, you just, people, when they step out of these type of events, you, I felt it, you know, I was like, wow, we were just like, you soak up so much love and so much healing. It's just, uh, it's an amazing experience. And especially when a community gets involved as a whole, it's, it's exactly overwhelming experience. It can't be. It can't be just us planting. We don't want to plant trees. You know, it's about the community, the community as a whole. You know, like collectively coming together. Well, I definitely want to thank you, Mario. You as well, Lisa, uh, for tuning, coming in tonight, giving us uh, your love, your support, your ideas, uh, your philosophies, uh, where we can all take and share amongst ourselves and grow as a community as we keep explaining right yeah and it's a global community yeah man global you know I, I, all the work you do watching on the, on the wake up I mean you share such great content content and you know information and, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch all this information that's coming out now you know from our history and you know thank you for, for putting it out there for people yes thank you Joel. Thank you good you. work. Thank you. And Cindy, no, thank, thank you as well. Yeah. Both. Thank you both for doing the work that you're doing. Like again, we want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to us tonight. Uh, again, this is the show Make Me Free. Shout out to our producer Sydney Ashby, where you can tune in next week, Sunday, seven to seven thirty Eastern Standard Pacific Standard Time, I'm sorry. And you've been listening to On the Wake Up Show. I am your host again, Joel Saiji. And if you can, tune in, 
to our replays at otwtube.com where you can sign up today. And we want to thank you again, the listeners, for showing continued support. And until next week, peace. Peace out. Thank you. Peace. Love you. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashby On the wake up. Kids Shop Yet Organization programs are finally here. Visit ksyet.org to register. We provide you with the mindset change information as an introduction to doing business in America. Our Beginner's Instructional Services Manual introduces the basic fundamentals to knowledge and understanding to begin your ladder to success. Call us at 725-200-8342. That's 725-200-8342 for more info. Kids Shop Yet Class sign up for the high school, young adult, and grown folks programs can be found at our website, ksyet.org. That's ksyet.org. If you don't decide your future, someone else will. Pass it on. Attention, African Americans. Our healthy and secure position in America is not going to come just because we've been here and have contributed to this country for several centuries. It is not going to come by just waiting for America to do the right thing. The culture of America is grounded in the evil driving force called the survival of the fittest. This concept justified racism and exploitation. This concept is still strong and is a major player in many of America's policies today. In ignorance, many of us have tagged along with this man-made cancer. But the Bible says, Envy not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. Therefore, we must turn more of our energies to the appreciation and the development of our own selves instead of begging those who pushed us down to extend their hands to pull us up. Look to the strength that God has created in you. We must stand up, assess the damage, put on the armor of self-appreciation, the sword of a healthy mindset, and fight. We are in a war in a serious mindset battle. A good starting step would be reading the book titled they stole it, but you must return it by Richard Williams. This book looks at the slavery experiences in America and how these experiences still affect African Americans and white Americans today. It is an easy and quick read. The book offers insights 
It also offers methods and ways for the black family to become strong and healthy. And because of the many requests and the continuing need, this bestseller has been reprinted. But also it is available now on your iPhone, iPad, or computer. Now you can easily download the book from Amazon.com for only $3.99. Every American should read this book. It is a primer. To think unity, we must start with the same information. Get and read this book now. It is time for a mindset revolution. to sign up for OTW2. Type in OTW2 in your browser. It will bring up the home page. Then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account. Use your best email, select a username, and then enter a good secure password. Now you're at the home page, click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe, click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support. Just catch your body to move.